This is a HeadGum Podcast. All right, y'all, we're back with the scroll down. Nicole Thurman, Marcella Arguello here, ready to rock your world for the week. Oh, yeah, baby. We are here. We are about to scroll it down. Girl, how have you been? What's new? Girl, everything is new. Everything. There's too much going on. Wait, how was uh, how was me being MIA? How, how was it having a guest? That's what I want to know. It was good. We had a good time. Jockeys is fun, and we had a good time hanging out, and it was it was a great time. We missed you, but, you know, we got through it. We, we, we did it. We did I it. I can't believe it. can't believe you guys did it without me. I know, um, right? Did you feel like you could feel it in your soul that people were recording your podcast heart, without you? My heart broke. I could feel it. <laughs> that 5.30, I was like, <laughs> I heard it. It felt like a stab in my heart. I, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, you know. So I was busy uh, typing something that I actually don't even know if I can talk about, but I'm um, doing something very cool that should be dropping very soon. I'll be very excited to talk about it. But it was just nice to be on a set, you know? I mean, I, you know. It's just nice to be on set right now, even though it's like fucking weird and you don't fucking go to eat uh, the you don't you just you don't have like snacks readily available like we used to. Right. I know. You know, it's funny because it's like now when you're on set, you have to commit to what you're ordering. So if you're going to get like some nasty shit, like like 10 Slim Jims and a you know bag of fruit roll ups or whatever the hell you have to like tell someone I would mm-hmm. like 10 Slim Jims and a fruit roll. Right. It's very, it's very <laughs> so strange. it definitely keeps you in check. I feel like COVID is so real on a set on a Hollywood set <laughs> everywhere so else. It feels iffy. But when you're on a set, boy, is COVID fucking 100 percent real? I know it's crazy. Last set I was on, we had to take COVID tests every single mm-hmm. day. That's what I had it to do. It was very intense. It, yeah. I've never done a show like that. Otherwise, I usually do it once a week, which I mean, I kind of like it because then you you kind of know what's going on right. but uh you know like you know you're good to go but um every day was a lot but yeah they they keep it tight yeah at the, at the beginning of taping i my face would like pour water out from every hole because the the test is so invasive it was disgusting and then by the end i was totally fine and i kind of hated you that nothing. you know when you're like i shouldn't be used to this this is weird no you're like i shouldn't be used to this person sticking did you say it was up your nose mm-hmm. was that what yeah. it was yeah mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know the worst one I did on a show. A show I used to work on. We did. Uh, oh my god, they would stick it in your fucking throat, all the way to the back of your throat, and then they would stick it in your nose. Oh, disgusting! What? The same one. Ew! This, it was disgusting. That's gross. Okay, that's Ugh. gross. I still am traumatized by that. But at you, least that it, one you would never get used to. It, but at least it wasn't the other way around. Your nose and then your mouth. Oh my God, you're right. There is no good way to do it, but you're right. If I had to do it, I think I would rather smell the back of my throat than eat a booger. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the good old days. We used to eat boogers for fun, Nicole. I have boogers. We're all older now, and now we're just getting swabbed to <laughs> a death, and our noses are never going to be the same, but, you know, we start to love it. Just kidding. You do. You start to really love it. Um, another mm. new new update, me and my mom got our ears pierced, and that was a really cute thing. Have have you already had your ears pierced or did you get more yes, I, or yes, is yes, your, yes. these are first piercings yeah definitely these are i have ones you know have the standards and then uh i've been wanting more so uh and my my mom has a bunch my mom is so cool she has a bunch and so uh we went i, I just got two one um next to one of my og ones and then one on my cartilage and that one got infected nicole it was infected on <gasps> set it was disgusting it was like too much oh my god too much too soon i was just gonna say 
I had my cartilage pierced back in the day and it looks so cool, but it would get infected like all the time I had to take it out. I don't know why that one gets infected so much. I mean, it's such a sensitive spot and the cartilage is so aggressive. And um, I, Mm -hmm. I, because I did it right before we started taping, which it was like truly spur of the moment. Me and mom were like, let's go to Claire's, you know, just being all cute, uh, mother daughter bonding. Mm-hmm. And it felt fun in the moment. And then I had to start shooting and I was like doing wardrobe changes, shooting two episodes a day. Like it's like a lot of movement yeah. in my head. And then like, sometimes I would like go to protect my ear and I would jam my thumb into my fucking ear hole. And I was like, Oh my God. This is, oh it was God. too much. Girl, I was ugh, just thinking about With it. With your nails, me. too. I mean, that was the other thing. I was like, I have to be really careful because there's a lot going on. But almost being overly careful kept fucking me up. It was bad. It was bad news, Nicole. Yeah. It was all bad. That sounds crazy. Yeah. But it's awesome that you were working on set. I was, uh, how, I don't even know how long I've been back. A couple weeks since I was like on a show. It's just like amazing to be working because I think something about COVID that's been so awful (laughs) for me anyway and that has really burnt me out has been like making tapes and auditions Mm -hmm. and doing so much from home even working on jobs from home and so when you get to go on set and actually do what you love to do I think you seem to feel the same way where it's like Mm -hmm. it just feels like it gives you life yeah it's as close as before as we've gotten to work on a set on a not, not a regular basis but like just like fuck I'm working this is what I do this is who I am, not who I am. I don't want to say work is who I am, but um, it just, it's like, fuck, it's been so long since we've, I've like, I've been like on a proper set and it wasn't just some little thing, you know, like, like a full-time yeah. fucking job. Like it was nice. I mean, I know it was nice for you. It's like, you're working like a 14 hour day and you're like yeah. excited to sleep and then you wake up and do it again. And then the, the, oh, the yeah. day after we were done, I was like, oh, a day off. And then you just start being like, fuck, I'm not going to see any of those people again. I know. It's like such a weird, it's totally like high school play vibes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever did theater when you were younger, Mm -hmm. but it's like so that vibe of like, you're with these people, they're your family, they're the close. I mean, like truly we would go from 7 a.m. to like Mm -hmm. 9, 10, 11 p.m. And so then I would just go home, wash my face and go right back to set. But it is, yeah, it is what you're doing though. You wash your face and you go back to set. Because I was also like, yeah, and it's like when you get along with people that you're working with on set, you just get so close to them in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And so, well, we're glad you're back. And shall we scroll it down? Shall we do this thing? Shall we get into it? Let's scroll down. We're scrolling it down. We're starting it off with the main character, bitch. Main character. I'm the main character. Main character. You're trending. Main character. That Midler had a uh, had a tweet that went viral um, in in a reaction to the the abortion ban in Texas. And Nicole, you want to tell us what that tweet said? Oh yes, I will tell you. So Bette Midler's tweeted. I suggest that all women refuse to have sex with men until they are guaranteed the right to choose by Congress. Okay, Bette Midler. She trying to say she trying to say stop fucking till abortion is legal. And it's like, babe. <laughs> I'm not gonna start doing. I'm not gonna stop fucking until abortion is legal. This country's fucked up. Now I gotta. Now I can't get dick. 
because abortion is illegal, bitch. I can't get dick because Texas is trying to do some pull some bullshit. Yeah, That's Texas, not gonna happen. I'm first sorry. Of all, Texas doesn't want me to get dick. That's what they want. Okay. That's what they want. They want me to not have exactly sex. It's like, bitch, no, 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 no. That's how this works. Oh. I was just gonna say, back in the day, Lubbock, Texas had the highest rates of teen pregnancy because um, sex education in Texas was just be abstinent, oh. and that doesn't work. Doesn't and work. it doesn't work when you stop fucking until abortion is legal either. Okay. Yeah. She she got roasted, um, rightfully so. She fucking people slam dunked the bitch. Um, no disrespect to <laughs> Bette Midler, the artist, but Bette Midler, the tweeter, sometimes is this. She's sometimes wilder than fucking comedians. Sometimes she says shit that you're just like, lady, take a nap. This is not. This is I not know. I really feel like she always just kind of pops up on Twitter and says some crazy shit and then goes viral with people just quote tweeting her angrily or, you know, just some people will agree with her. And it's like, girl, come on. That's probably like wine moms in uh, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to wine moms in Ohio, if you're listening. It's also I, I, I say full offense to uh, moms in Ohio, if you're listening. Well, let's see. That's the difference between me and Nicole. OK. And um, <laughs> I also I feel like that comes from that generation that like wasn't raised to believe that sex was supposed to be pleasurable for a woman. And I think that, yeah. you know, the the concept of withholding is something that's popular within her generation. And a lot of women these days, they, they think that that's a strategy. And it's like, bitch, that is not yeah. how that shit works. Going back to exactly what you said at the beginning, I'm not going to stop fucking and sucking because the fucking lawmakers are dumbass pieces of shit. Like, it doesn't make no sense. Yeah, that's a really great point. And it is so backwards that women are going to withhold sex and it won't bother them at all. It would only bother the men. And that would be the only way things are going to change is if men are unhappy. And it's like, um, I'm sorry, Bette Midler, but women would be also unhappy. Like, you can't just, we can't just stop fucking people. That doesn't make sense. Sex is so powerful. It's like, it's so powerful that they want to control our bodies. Like, don't you understand controlling our own bodies is like the only way they'll change the the world. It's like, guys, no, that's not, that's just proving that men only see women for that and that they, they need to be controlled. Like it needs to be controlled. And then they try to flip and it's like, right. there's no logic in it. You know, people should be making decisions about their own bodies, whatever that may be. And uh, it's Absolutely. just fucked up. It's just a fucked up scenario. I don't want to be flippant, but it was an interesting week online just in general because I feel like there's always these like fucking, I don't, I have to be honest. It's like whenever shit like this happens, particularly with these like backwards abortion laws, I feel like there's always so many people that like come out with these like platitudes or these like things like maybe if we made, you know, women's vaginas into guns and they would have more rights. Like they say the same shit every time. And I'm like. Do you mean this, number one? Are you just going for likes and retweets? And like this this idea of like women should stop fucking men until men change the laws. It's another it's another just like regurgitated same old, same old platitude that people are just it's like just saying something. We were like, you know what? If people tweet bullshit ass tweets like this, they should have to pay. They should have to donate $60 to a small abortion clinic in a southern state that's like struggling to stay afloat or else they should not be allowed to tweet this shit because they know they're tweeting some bullshit that's just being regurgitated every time this shit comes up and they're just doing it in my opinion for attention and retweets as opposed to action yeah i mean it's it's definitely in that you know the way we have joke of the week it's like political take of the week regurgitated bullshit that is uh essentially virtue signaling and i and i think yes. you're right i would i would argue that i'm sure bet midler does some incredible contributing financially to certain organizations i'm sure she does i you know i wouldn't put that past her 
Um, yeah. But I do agree that most people are just trying to have that hot take. I mean, that's also why, like, just for me as a comic, like, I'm a comedian. Like, that's kind of why mm-hmm. I've allowed myself to pursue this so that I can kind of just be buck wild. But when right. it's some random ass motherfuckers or, you know, a singer, it's like, bitch, that's when you're like, bitch, stay in your lane. Like, if, if you're trying to be political and you're trying to make a change, fucking get political and make a real change, you know? Like, but I think, you know, listen, I'll. Uh, accept it as long as people like if you're getting a viral tweet off of saying like women's vagina should have the second amendment just like guns or whatever the hell I can't even I can't even think of what the tweet is treat vaginas like guns and then they'll have more rights if you tweet that I I better see your ass donating $60 and if, if it goes viral you better follow up that fucking tweet with a link to a small mm-hmm. abortion clinic in like Mississippi. I mean, I'm just saying because I went to, when I was on this show called The Opposition on Comedy Central, thank you, thank you, got canceled <laughs> after one season. Um, when I was on that show, we went to an abortion clinic in Mississippi. And before we, before we went to interview them, we went to interview with Planned Parenthood. And the Planned Parenthood in Mississippi can't even give abortions. They don't even give abortions. That's I just feel wild. like I would appreciate if people were just more helpful with the shit that they post online. Like, I just we'll wrap this up with a funny story. I went to Planned Parenthood to do like, I think an STD test or something. And I've never been to a Planned Parenthood in my hometown of Modesto. Usually I'm in LA where like they could give, nobody gives a fuck what the fuck you're doing with your pussy in LA. It's fucking incredible. But I parked my car in the parking lot. I was having my breakfast burrito. And the, and I just saw these protesters like kind of like staring me down in my rear view mirrors. And I was like, what the fuck? And they had the like signs that said ridiculous shit. And I finally finished my burrito and I was like walking up to the door and they started, I don't even know what the hell they were saying, but I just go, eat a dick, bitch. Because I could give a fuck. <laughs> you know, also it's getting just a free test. Also like, mind yeah. your fucking business. But I just like, I feel feel so bad for women who, because it's like, I can say that to her, I could give a fuck. That's my personality. They make it so hard for you to even want to get out of your car. So I feel for all the women. Yeah, how who are, incredibly hard it yeah, is. Yeah, how incredibly hard it is. So I feel for all the women that are mm-hmm. listening. And like, I really hope that if you need an abortion you have access to an abortion and um and i hope that people around you will support you because that shit is tough i know it's really it's really wild and like i when i went to that clinic for the show we talked to those people that were standing outside protesting and it's just like they're i i just their ideas are really they're so limited all it is is just keep the baby it's never like do this or do that or we'll help you take care of it or like we'll pay for education or we'll pay for sex education to like stop this from occurring with so many young people it's never that it's always just like no just keep the baby i i can't i can't get behind that i need to i need there to be solutions just like when you tweet something i need you to maybe just tell us uh let's donate to the pink house which is the organization in jackson mississippi they are the only clinic in mississippi fighting for women's rights and they are they deal with an insane amount of shit like it's insane the the amount of work that they have to do just to keep the place open they have binders upon binders full of laws so that they can make sure they're staying open and that it's legal and that they don't get shut down on on any given day they would love donations and yes i would say google smaller abortion clinics google like education centers anything that's maybe a little bit off the beaten path because yes um as great as planned parenthood is and as many services as they offer they are a huge organization and they don't need your money as badly as smaller organizations Mm -hmm. do 
in my opinion. How are we going to judge other people? Like, let people be gay. <laughs> let people have their abortions. Let people, you know, do their like, thing. Like, just, I don't even know why you even care. That's like, so weird. Let people be gay. <laughs> let them be gay. <laughs> let them live their dang lives, you motherfucker. You know what I just say. Um, if you'd like some more information on the Pink House and how you can donate to them, we are going to put some links to them in our show notes. So our next main character is Naomi Osaka, the tennis player. We love her. She decided that she's going to be taking an indefinite break from tennis and that the sport is no longer bringing her joy. Um, as Billie Eilish said, things I once enjoyed just keep me oh, employed man. now. I always think yeah. about that line from her new album because it's so real. Yep, it's very real. And I feel like Naomi's kind of going through that where she's like, I used to love tennis and now it's just a job. It's not making yeah, me feel good. Yeah, the quote that was going around with this news story was, when I win, I don't feel happy. I feel more like a relief. And then when I lose, I feel very sad. I don't think that's normal. And it's not. And she's right. And I love that mm. she recognizes it. And I love that she is taking a break. And I also love that she knows tennis is there. Like tennis is always there. Tennis is always going to be there. She can go back whenever she wants. And also if she never wants to go back and just play in her fucking backyard, she can do that too. You know, like I love that she's taking a break. Mm -hmm. I think it's really great. Did you see the Tiger Woods documentary Mm -hmm. by any chance or the docuseries? It just makes me think of stuff like that, where it's like people that have had to do things. They've done sports since they Mm -hmm. were kids. And it's like all of the joy is gone from it because it can be so competitive and because there are so many eyes on you and you're young and you're just like you come up with all of this pressure on top of you. I can't even imagine growing up like that. So it's it's pretty incredible that she has continued to protect her mental health and value that over money or or work or whatever it is that, you know, tennis is yeah. for her. I think at you're this point. dead on when when you say uh, the money is not the priority because so often I think people, especially her age, they get so blinded by the money that they're just like, well, fuck it, we'll just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I always, the thing I always tell people, how much money do you need? Like how much money do you need to make a mm-hmm. more informed decision for your mental health, for what you want, for what makes you happy? And um, like, I get, you know, that you people do need a baseline to fucking survive. Um, but again, she is a fucking, you know, famous tennis player. She will be fine. Like, you know, she'll fucking start modeling for Ivy Park and she'll be all good. Um, no, that's being silly. But, she, you know, she she has a lot. She has a lot to offer the world. I mean, she could fucking go on speaking tours about this shit. Like, I hope that's what she does. I think young women, especially young black women, need to hear a fucking young woman say, no, bitch. It's fine to just take a break and to stop and prioritize my happiness. Like, it's so important for everybody to hear, mm-hmm. you know? I know. I think when you hear about black women to our black women talking about how they always feel like they have to be like mm-hmm. hard and tough and strong and when they just want to feel soft. And it, sometimes you just want mm-hmm. to take a break and you want to be able to stop constantly going and doing things and proving to people that you can do the things. And so I think it's really great. I think it's like, I mean, even was it the press conference that she just was like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to do the press yeah. conference because they always ask me the same questions. and I don't want to do it. I just think even these small steps that she's done. She's first of all seen how how much how much support she has behind right. these kinds of decisions and that's probably a beautiful thing cuz it keeps her going. But then on top of it, I'm sure once she once she takes a step back, she's like, "Holy shit, like that feels good right. as hell. Like I don't want to always be doing this because it doesn't it can't I mean it's it's so much it's such a toll on your body and like she, like she said mental health. It's like winning doesn't even feel good. It just feels like, "Oh, thank God I won." 
Um, so it's really brave of her to do this, and I like her. I watched a, like a little docu series on her too. She oh, seems cool. Nice. She seems she seems like pretty chill, and like she really, it she really understands herself, yeah, which is nice. And at a young age, this is very important and extremely helpful. Yeah, it's good for her to be like, listen, this is not bringing me joy. I need to check back in with me, and I'll see you later, tennis. Maybe right. or maybe not. I got a call that my homie, uh, Fuquan Johnson, overdosed. Um, and that fucked me up for multiple reasons. He, when I say homie, I mean, we were not super close. I'm not going to be on here. I feel like me and him are fucking super homies. We were not, we were hella cool. Um, but we were not super homies, but, um, one of our, we had a very good mutual friend and she was telling me like what he was struggling with, like that same shit, not feeling accepted within your industry because you're so yourself. And it's hard when you are completely yourself in this industry. As you know, like we had to fucking adapt and we have to fucking code switch and you have to fucking put on a face and you have to do this and you have to say that and you have to network here and you got to go to this party. It fucking kills you. It really can eat you alive. And some people don't, we don't, we don't do that, you know? And he was one of those types of people. So I know he was struggling with that shit of like where his success was at. And, um, and it fucked me mm-hmm. up. I started like crying just thinking about like we work so hard and you don't know when you're going to catch a break and you might never catch a break or you fucking give up right mm-hmm. before the break is going to hit. And it's so fucked. All these yep. kind of industries where you entertain people because people expect you to do so much for them. And you're just like, bitch, I just want to get eight hours of sleep for a week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so um, it's yeah. just it's just been a lot. It's been heavy. And so I. Again, I respect Naomi Osaka for taking that break because she was basically stopping the chaos before it starts. You know, like when Chappelle left season three, like he stopped the chaos before it started, even though he already felt it coming on, you know, and it's important to it's important to see the signs. I'm really happy that she at her age is capable of that because not everybody is. Also, as performers, no matter what kind of performer, sports or, you know, acting or comedy, we have learned that performing for people makes them happy. And all we want to do is make people happy. But then in the process, you typically forget yourself. And so a lot of times that can really wear on you. So, yeah, it takes a really strong person. It takes someone who's really working on their mental health, which a lot of people don't do until it's too late. Right. You know, it takes somebody that's really working on their mental health to be like, yo, I'm suffering now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get to the suffering really, really hard later. And on that note, we will be taking a quick break. All right, y'all, we're back and we want to talk about internet crushes. Oh, baby. Ooh, I got a crush on the internet. Mm. So, Nicole, I'm sure you saw it because we are two horny gals online. Oscar Isaac went viral for this little clip. I actually don't know anything about Oscar Isaac. I don't know anything about this woman in this on this red carpet, this video. Okay. If you do, please tell us. Okay, so first of all, Christina Newland on Twitter tweeted um, a video that is a slow motion video of Oscar. Um, should I like, should I like make yeah. it like a sexy? It's a slow motion video of Oscar Isaac and Jessica. Ka- Wait, no. <laughs> it's a slow motion video of Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain at the Venice mm. Film Festival. She's wearing a red dress. Her red hair 
hair is shining in the lights. He's wearing a tux. She puts her arm like on his shoulder and it's like a super high def slow-mo video. She puts her arm like on his shoulder and he just gives her this look like he wants to like eat her up, right? And then he kisses like the inside of her arm. And she kind of chuckles and she's like, ah, stop it. And then, you know, he's just like, oh, I'm a bad boy. And he does the little chef's kiss thing to the sky at the end of it. It's very sexy. We're all very horny. Honestly, it's enjoyable, but it's also enraging because it's so hot. And you're like, because I, I have, a, I'm, I love Oscar Isaac already. So this was just putting me overboard. But anyway, it's a really good clip. It went crazy viral. And I think my first thought on it. <laughs> was wow that's very hot my second thought was oscar isaac is married he's married this is how i found out he was married i don't don't know anything about this man and like one of the first tweets i saw underneath is he's married and then the second tweet i saw was someone like posting the video in like normal speed and it doesn't strike you at normal speed as aggressively as it strikes you in slow-mo like he definitely right was like i mean I love the slow-mo because you really see what's going on with his face and what is going on in his mind. And I feel like in the fast motion, it's just like, I'm just kissing my coworker on the inner arm. And it's like, sir, that's not normal. Right, right. There's another clip of him, too, just, mm-hmm, like, watching mm-hmm. her as she takes pictures. And it's just, like, it's very, it's very erotic. erotic. Like, I don't. I think, yeah, the slow-mo definitely contributes to it. And it was funny because I actually saw, I don't know if you saw this, like, behind-the-scenes footage as they were leaving the festival. And he walks up to her and kisses her freaking oh arm again and then leaves. He a dirty boy. I mean, you know, who knows? Some people are just yes. very affectionate. I personally would beat a man's ass if he tried to pull his bullshit right. And you know what? The other, did you know this? His wife was standing off to the side. Did you know that? I mean, She's right some there. Some people are very sexual. And some, also, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know what their marriage is, how it's arranged. Like, we don't know. Nope. You know, they could have their little thing where it's like, yeah, you can fuck that person. Like, you know, part of the reason certain marriages last is because of the communication that exists within them and whatever those arrangements may be. He definitely be fucking. You know what I mean? Like he. Ooh, he be fucking. You know what he said to the press? Did you know what he said to the press? He said, I'm Latino. At some point during all of this physical affection, he said that to them. I think he's just like I a mean, sexual, okay, but we didn't, a very okay, hot we man. We didn't let that fucking Italian Cuomo get away with that shit. So, like, why would we let this hot nope, ass dude? Is nope. it that Chris Rock had that great joke on SNL where it was like, if somebody looked like Denzel Washington, they'd allow them to get sexually harassed. And it's like, it goes into that. Yes. Where it's like, you wouldn't yes. want Andrew Cuomo touching you, but Oscar Isaac, maybe... I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I would let him kiss my armpit. Who cares? Oh my god! But that is so yeah, and also they. But also, I do think there's something about like there's something about actors too, though. When I have dated actors, which is rare, and I, you know, I not on purpose. It, yeah. But when I have dated actors, it doesn't bother me when they're. Well, it doesn't bother me when they're like that on set. It would kind of, I think that would bother me on the carpet because I'm very, but I'm psycho though. I don't really, I would never be able to do the open relationship thing because but of that. But I was going to say, I'm maybe, but maybe he's had a three-way with her and the wife. Like, we don't know. Uh, you don't know. Yes. Somebody said that on Twitter and it's like, you know what? That, that would, would be, be hot. hot. That would like, that's maybe that was just the yeah, warm up. For sure. What we saw. But yeah, we don't know what's going on with these two. I'm sure they're married and. 
and open. I mean, I think honestly, if you are married to Oscar Isaac, you have to be okay with. I mean, women That's are going to be throwing saying. themselves at him. Some people have arrangements. He, Some people have arrangements. Like that is what it is. This video is hot. It's hot. All I'm saying is, Oscar Isaac, if you want to come, uh, if you're listening, please come over and kiss our armpits. We won't be mad at you. Our next segment is called How Did We Get Here? How did we get here? How did we? So, Trisha Paytas, who is what? TikTok famous. She has a podcast. She, if you ask me, is one of the most annoying humans in the world. And it's just such a. I don't know, indicator of America that she is so famous, but good for her. She's making making Spanish Spanish music music now. So she's like Britney Spears meets, I don't know, Cardi B. I only say that because of like lips and hair. How dare you? Girl, you know she be sounding like, she has that little baby voice. (laughs) I mean, that is why she's popular because she has that little baby voice. Like, oh, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger. What was that sound? Right. Men love that shit. Ugh, I know. They don't like I, my voice in the morning. I'm like, hey, how you doing? How, you, you enjoy last night? Like, can, can I have some coffee, coffee or some sure, water babe. maybe? Well, so what is the deal with I this mean, woman? that's the What's question, it? right? What is the deal with this woman? Remember that era in like the 2000s where it was just like, okay, every song is exactly the same. That's what's happening right now with a lot of, a oh, lot of sure. like the reggaeton that's happening on, on um, Spanish radio. It's like, becoming insufferable in my opinion and it's predominantly white they're all fucking copying each other it's yeah. oh p.s for those that don't know there's this really incredible this reggaeton podcast hosted by evie queen and it's fucking gives you the history of reggaeton and it's so dope i strongly recommend it but like this is like proof this is like Ooh. proof that like reggaeton is like in a bad spot that anyone would be fine with this you know <laughs> what i mean like Y'all really fucking gave her a beat and like are disrespecting our language. Like you're disrespecting our own people with this shit. This shit is like real bad. And she's just like walk. You know how like when women with huge boobs, they walk so that their boobs get all like extra bouncy. It's like, I know your back hurts, bitch. All you bitches do is complain about that shit. I know your back hurts shooting this video. What are you doing? Who who is this for? I don't know who the fuck this is for. It's bad. But we're talking about it, so. That's my whole thing with her. I think, I wish I could, I don't know how many followers she has on TikTok, but it's fucking right. disgusting. <laughs> like, a horror, like a horror, like a really high number Whatever of. Whatever number is, it's disgusting. Like it's too many. It's uh, so many. Guess how many no, followers she has guess. on TikTok. Just tell me. Just fucking. You don't want to guess because you're going to probably be sick. It's 6.4 oh million Nicole. followers on TikTok. <laughs> I'm dead, bitch. I'm dead. She's dead. We lost Marcella. She died because some crazy shit. Because TikTok be playing too much. TikTok, you need to stop. I was like, I knew I should have gone into singing. Like, this shit is nothing. Like, it's nothing. Like, this bitch cannot sing. She's fucking auto-tuned out. It's so obnoxious. And she can't speak Spanish. You know what I mean? Like, You should do a parody of it where you just, like, poof, poof out your lips, wear a really bad wig, you know, bounce some balls around in your chest, and then I, sing like I, this. Because I'm, I'm sure you can imitate I, I, it. It'd be hilarious. I can do it. I, 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 oh, here we go again. Me llama. Does she norm? Does she speak Spanish in regular not life? Like, that I'm is, aware of. Does she speak no, Spanish? Not that I'm aware of. And if you listen to it, you know she doesn't speak Spanish. Like she's 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 doing that phonetical shit. It's like, bitch, just because Beyonce could sing in Spanish doesn't mean you can. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> also, 
like, don't artists have to have like some level? I mean, artists that are primarily English speaking have to have like some level of fame before yeah. they can deign to like go into I Spanish do. music. Like that just seems really fucking the the gall of That's this woman. Funny, all the fucking English American producers are like absolutely not working with this bitch. I don't care how many fucking followers she has. We are not doing Iggy Azalea again. Absolutely not. No, no way. And then the Spanish producers are like, hey, yeah, fucking let's do twenty lines of coke and fucking record yeah, this shit. Who cares, yeah, who cares right. man? Fucking music sucks anyway. Like, no fucking self-respect. Right. Nothing. It's really crazy. Danielle just t- told me that she's part Hungarian and from Riverside, oh California. Oh my god, bitch! <laughs> just because you fuck Latinos does not make you Latino. Damn, bitch. It really doesn't. Like, just give us a shitty pop album, like a Real Housewife or something, and then maybe <laughs> you can do Spanish music. Right now, it seems a little preposterous, <laughs> presumptuous. Presumptuous. My thing with this situation is, it's like this is literally somebody that I'm sure on TikTok people were like, "What the hell is this person? Like, she's crazy. She's so, she's so weird." And I think she did weird eating videos on TikTok. I don't I even know. know. But all I know is that. It always seems to go from like, this person is ridiculous right. and we're laughing at her to then we're kind of laughing with her to like, oops, now I'm a fan of hers. And like, now she's famous. Right. Like, what? How did, yeah. we get here? How did we get here? Yeah. Trish, bounce your little titties all over Rebecca the screen. Black. She's the new Rebecca Black. Well, that brings us to our next segment. Women hating women. You're a stupid bitch. I don't like you. I said what I said. How'd you get in here? So on today's Women Hating Women, we have two of the biggest bitches in rap music, (laughs) Drake and Kanye. Oh my God. Now, for those that know me very well, they know my love of Kanye has varied over the years. It was very strong at the beginning and, you know, I changed as he did. And with Drake, I've always hated him. Always will hate him. I said what I said. If he identified as an R&B singer, I'd be like, you're cool. But he identifies as a rapper. Therefore, mm mm-mm. So what happened, Nicole, I don't know if you've been keeping up with what with the drama with these... Oh my God, boy not. drama is the worst because it's so wild. So both Drake and Kanye came out with new albums within the last, I don't know, week or so. And Drake was on his radio program or some shit and he leaked one of Kanye's songs during the fucking stream of this radio program. And this leak was a song that Andre 3000 was on. And Andre 3000's verse is incredible, okay? It's heartbreaking. The album Uh is titled Donda. So uh, Andre saw that and was like, oh, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to talk to my parents through Donda because they're all dead, his parents and Donda. And so it's actually a really heartbreaking verse. Like, I haven't heard a man rap like that. Mm -hmm. And it's been a very, I, I should say, a mainstream rapper rap like that in a very long time. And it... It was really heartbreaking to listen to. Like I, I almost, I almost forgot like the drama in, in that moment while I listened to his verse. It's really, really fucking sad, and but it's also very, very good. That's what makes it so fucking heartbreaking. It's like he's lyrically just at, at the top of his game and taking a journey, and and he's taking us with him. So then the beat keeps going, and then Kanye does his verse, and Kanye's verse is not as heartfelt. It's just. Typical Kanye, like kind of poetic. And then he just is like dissing people. And Drake is one of the people he's dissing, which is like, oh, that's why he dropped it to kind of like expose Kanye dissing Drake. Right. But the problem was no one gave a shit. They were like, 
I'm sorry, this Andre 3000 verse is fucking crazy and you thought it was appropriate to leak this shit? Dude, what is wrong with you? Like, everyone kind of lost it. And what was really sad was that Andre, who, if anybody knows anything about Andre 3000, that motherfucker minds his fucking business. Like, people catch him playing the flute all around the country and they take a quick picture with him or snap a video. And then we don't see him again until the next flute video. Like, truly, he is just, like, wandering the land, <laughs> is being hella, like, beautiful, chilling, doing whatever. And so they pulled him into this drama, and he fucking released a statement because of this. And he basically was like, first of all, I didn't hear Kanye's verse. The beat I got had no lyrics on it. It, it was like, oh, just rap on this. You know, and he just kind of went with the theme of the album being Donda and and so he just released this fucking statement that was like i was not aware of the verse that was on there uh, the verse in question and i just want to make music with people i love and respect and i think he said something like i wish that these two people were getting along or some shit like that like just being very diplomatic and sweet but i just made me so angry because i was like how dare they force andre 3000 of all fucking people to put out a statement that's basically like, oh, no, I'm not a part of this drama. You guys be friends. <laughs> and it's so, oh my God, and, so it, awkward. and it's yeah, awkward like... also because that verse was so fucking he fucking bled on that verse. And it just made me so mad. I'm like, these dudes like certified lover boy is that that title. It's so exactly what it is like a fuck boy. And this is like fuck boy behavior. And it's like no, no one's surprised that Drake pulled this mm-hmm. stunt. But it's just, it's one of those things where I was like, man, you guys are animals if you think that that's appropriate. It's really fucked up. And I just want to talk about it because I just, it made me so fucking mad that they did that shit. And it's just, it's not cool. What is wrong with you people? Get help. For Drake, it feels very like a privileged kid who never really grew up with many issues. Because he, he kind of had a yeah. charmed, not a charmed life, but a very normal mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. right? It feels like a very like kid who's never experienced any kind of trauma, just like, laughing about someone else's vulnerability and not realizing how fucked up that seems to everyone else which is i think that's the other thing i think he's so dense that it didn't even dawn on him that it was inappropriate like he was just like everybody's gonna be focused on what kanye said about me and it's like actually we're not we're we truly don't give a fuck like at all like you're a bitch dude see that's yeah yeah, that's when you know someone's been famous too long, when they don't even hear anything but their own damn name right. in the song. And then they're like, listen to this. It's like, bro, what about the fucking rest of it? Like, are you hearing how fucked up this is? That's so true, dude. Yeah, that is so fucking up. true. When you're fucking so famous, you your ego just takes over and all you hear is Drake. Drake, 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 Drake. Drake, 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 Drake. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He that whole album too. I I didn't realize like I don't really I didn't know what people were talking about when they kept saying certified lover boy. I thought they were joking. I thought they were joking. And then I realized that was the actual title of his album, and the cover of his album was actually those pregnant women emojis. And I was like, okay, Drake has jumped the shark. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody's saying no to Drake. Something's I, happening know, think, right now. So I could dude, I I see this. That is coming. so fucking it. When people stop saying no to you. Like, it's a wrap on, on your mental mm-hmm. health, which, again, go like fucking pretty bow with Naomi Osaka. Like, yo, you need people to say no to you. You need to say no to yourself. Like, you, you got to fucking limit shit at some point. Like, there has you have to draw a line, especially if people around you aren't drawing a line. Like, I've said that. I always think about when mm-hmm. Kanye did Yeezus. And that album, mm-hmm. everybody has their opinions on that album. But I always, like, crack up that some of the subject matter in that, like, fucking what is it like new slaves black skinheads shit like that i'm like that man was married to kim kardashian in that time and you know he played that shit back to her 
And it's like, there's no fucking way she uh-huh. understood anything that was being discussed. And she's just out there like, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, that's so good. And it's like, no, dude, yeah. don't be fucking asking her. Don't fucking. Oh, my God. Just that concept of yes, men is just so dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's such a culture of fame just in general is like people stop saying no to famous people. They have way too much money. They have time. They don't have time, but they've got, I don't know, time to be creating. That's all they're doing. So they're just like in this bubble. And so then they're on some bullshit. They think they can do whatever they want. And it's like, bro, you look like a jerk. You look like a dickhead right right now. No one says that to them until it hits the Internet. And then regular people are like, bro, (laughs) you suck. (laughs) Like, that's okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's you know what? That's, that's, that's the, so, the goal, right? Don't you shouldn't have to wait until shit hit, goes online to find out how fucking whack you are. Like, if you don't have someone telling me that the shit you're doing yeah. is whack, you got a bad squad. Yeah, I wonder how that would work. I mean, it feels like those <laughs> biopics where it's like, there your friends are like your real friends are there, and then all of a sudden, like you get so big that you just forget your real friends and just start hanging out around your posse or whatever, like people that are just gonna yes, yes, and you because they want to be next to the money and just get to benefit off of that. So it sounds like he's reached that level, which yeah. is unfortunate. Really? I, I I like Drake's music, but I don't know. I have to listen to the album again. I listened to the first. I listened to it once, and I was like, eh. It's okay. The first track was good. But it's like, if you're not even, I don't know, whose album do you think is better? Like, do you think Drake's backing it up with the album at least? I mean, I don't listen to Drake, so I couldn't tell you. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I listened to Donda, and it was like too (laughs) religious for me. I was like, oh, Lord, when you start getting into like the fucking your God shit, it's like, all right, on Jesus, it was like, okay, you're swinging your dick. But on this, it's like, you're going through something, sir. You you need to talk to somebody. Like you really need to get help. I had this theory. Like some of these cameos or some of these guest verses on this album are not great. Some of them are quite good, but some are not good. And then to hear that he cut this verse from from three thousand is is eye opening. Oh, and then he cut it. That's, I didn't oh yeah, even yeah. Get he that didn't. Part, that's why he. That's why Drake it. leaked it because it was, didn't even make the album. And so. But for oh, me, Jesus. it was like that out that verse was actually more aligned to that subject matter, the Donda, the concept of Donda, you know, as an inspiration. Mm-hmm. So I think that was what frustrated me once I listened to it. I was like, oh, so you did have people creating with you that was that were going to elevate your record. But you actively chose to go in, in the direction that you went, which because there are some really vapid yeah. cameo guest verses on that album. And you're just like, this person isn't saying anything, but this is what you want on the album. And of course, because it outshines you. And that's yeah. problematic. Like, that's just that's just weird. Just weirdo behavior. Yeah. Damn, girl, we're getting into it, it this week. We, I was gone one week and we just fucking got things to say. I know we got lots to catch up and lots to talk yeah. about. And people be wildin'. And this is a big week, I feel like. I feel like a lot yeah. of things happened. Like, up until the last moment, things right. were happening right. this week. So it's been cuckoo. But I think we scrolled it down successfully. We did scroll it down. And, um, I'm glad I didn't have to contribute too much opinion to the beef because I'm not good with rap beefs, but... Yeah, I love... Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you can break it yes, down for me. I love me. rap and I love drama, so... <laughs> yes. It was just funny. Yes. What the fuck? Breaking news. What the hell? What, what, what the fuck is this? So, 
Speaking of hot messes, speaking of mess, speaking of messy situations and drama, Jasmine Sullivan posted some Instagram stories. She asked people to tell them a secret they would never tell their partner. And people really just gave her some messy ass shit. His daddy be looking at me and I be looking right back. That he had toilet paper in his booty while I was eating it. so... That not my... I can't. What else? I've slept with 60 They're guys and he ain't ever so finding out funny. half of them were better Your in bed. Shit is so fun. Like, they all get messier than the last. Like, shout out to BuzzFeed because they uh, did a bunch of screenshots. We didn't. We, I mean, I, I saw it on the shade room the day it was happening. There was one with that woman's wedding ring. Like, she hates her fucking engagement ring. It's oh. so, and it is the most hideous shit you've ever seen. And, but they're all, they're just so funny. I don't think we can go down to all of the ones that BuzzFeed caught, but I strongly she, recommend Googling it. It's so no. worth the time. And there was one that she... There was one that she... Oh, said, that's so funny. No, sorry, go ahead. I just said the exact same thing. I was just going to say one thing that she said at least that's 90% of the responses gonna... are, he has, n- he has never made me orgasm. Ladies... Y'all need to stop this fucking bullshit. You need to tell your dudes. You need to make sure you get yours. I cannot believe how many women are like, men are terrible in bed because they never give you orgasms. Bitch, let make them give you an orgasm. Don't fake it. Do stop faking it. All you're doing is hurting other women in the process as well. You're terrible in bed. I can't believe it. You're terrible in bed if you don't communicate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially with a long-term partner. I get it. If a guy you fuck around with doesn't make you orgasm, fine. I get it. If a guy you've dated for a few months doesn't make you orgasm, okay. That's, we can accept that. But you're married, bitch, and you're in your 20s or your 30s, and you're fucking young and spry and flexible. I'm neither of those things. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that. what? No, don't do that. (laughs) My other favorite one was a guy said I had sex with both of her parents. Oh, my God. Oh, I just saw that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? (gasps) There are so, they're so messy. They're so fucking funny. The one gets funnier than the last. Oh, man. People do crazy shit. It's funny because I've posted this on my Instagram stories before, too. Not about not telling your partner, but now I kind of want to post it. But I've posted stuff like, tell me your confessions. And people really will just be telling you all their business. And it's like, sure, it's anonymous to the world, but it's not anonymous to me. I I see y'all. I I wonder if they know that or if they care. Like, in this scenario with Jasmine, because she's so big, I would imagine they could give a fuck, you know? But, like... Sometimes I've had that too, and I'm just oh, like, yeah. bitch, I know you. Why are you sharing this with me? Yes, yes. It's it's really it's that parasocial relationship. Yeah. It's just like they feel comfortable with you. And also there's a there's that element of like, oh, it's gonna be anonymous. They're not she's not gonna tell anybody, so I can tell her because we're right. friends, but it's like well, you don't know Jasmine Sullivan. But I, I really love that. And I do think like these are the most fucking fun when you get to just like get other people's dirt it's the best it's like looking through someone's window and seeing straight into their apartment while they're doing something yep. nasty oh my god shout out great. shout out to my so, girl yeah. shout out to yeah. jasmine sullivan and shout out to my girl naka for on she was on set and she was the one that was like did you see that jasmine sullivan shit i was like no but i had seen on the shade room that ring picture and we were cracking up and she fucking told this hilarious story about yeah her her friend who i don't know she's like in the diamond business and i guess she the insult that this chick would like do to people if they were like bragging about their rings and they like if they had like a like a bunch of diamonds she'd be like fucking get that diamond dust out of my face like bitch can you imagine (laughs) your fucking engagement (laughs) ring dust Mm -mm. i can't even that shit cracked me up
I love that. I'm going to call somebody's ring just dust just to just fuck with them sometime. Death. I'll be like, oh, oh, you got engaged. Let me see your Ooh. ring. Oh, that's nice. But it's dust. dust. It's Oh, man. Yeah, that's so shout crazy. out to Naka. She's, she's our one of no, our I listeners, and she loves us. Oh, Nicole, I wanted to tell you this cute story. I My close personal friend Slug from Atmosphere invited me out to the Greek theater, and so I brought my brother, and we were having a fucking blast. Cypress Hill was opening. It was so fun. But there was a DJ in between. He was so he was a really dope scratcher. He fucking mixed like a motherfucker. But he was like, Are you guys open-minded? Are you guys open-minded? And then he just started playing, like, rock music. And I'm sitting there like, I could give a fuck, you know, like, whatever. I'm at a free show. I'll listen to whatever. And then my brother goes, hey, hey, your your podcast partner, Nicole, would like this song. I was like, what? He's like, Nicole would like this song. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's Pearl Jam. I was like, oh, my God. I love, <laughs> shout out to Chicho. He is such a fan of the scroll down. He's already being like. Oh, my my girl Nicole. She knows what's up with Pearl Drunk. Oh my god, I yeah, love so I was, him. Chicho. Yeah, shout out to Chicho. So I was just cracking up because I was like, oh, that's so cute. I love that they're the other thing I wanted to mention at that concert that really struck me was there was a, a booth that had uh fentanyl testing strips and they were free to everybody and you know they had this information booth and I I just wanted to bring it up again because you know I lost my friend Fuquan and his cocaine that he overdosed on was was laced with fentanyl and so i just want to remind everyone you know i look we all like to have a good time but you know we all need to be aware of what we're putting in our bodies especially right now it's like it's a pretty hardcore cases you know of people overdosing for the exact same reason the fentanyl and your cocaine so look if you are in the position to test your shit test it if you don't know where you're getting your coke from, man, don't fucking take it from anybody. And I know that in those moments it's hard, but you know, don't overdose because because that shit's quick too. When it's laced with fentanyl, it's quick. That yeah. that shit don't waste no time. Yeah, there's a really, it's really quick. It can be really easy, and just like a night out can turn really serious mm-hmm. really quickly. And it's really important to know where you're getting your drugs, know what's in them. There are. Uh, resources online that we can also link to in the show notes that can help you figure out where to get fentanyl test strips. Uh, There's places you can get it for free. There's also places where you can get overdose kits, especially in places like NYC, New York. So we'll link to that because I think, you know, everybody has their reasons Mm -hmm. for doing drugs. Sometimes people have problems. Some people want to do it for fun. Some people are just having a night out and want to do something different. And we have no judgment against that. We just want to make sure people are safe because we want we don't want to lose any friends. We don't want to see people lost over what could just be a fun, silly night out. So make sure you keep yourself aware. L.A. and New York have been experiencing this a lot, and it seems to be definitely going around. And it's I don't know. It's just been making me really nervous. Yeah. So people stay safe out there. We love yeah. you. We love yeah. you. And Pearl Jam. Thank you, Chucho. Chicho. <laughs> Chucho means dog in Spanish. You bitch. Well, love it. guys, that's it for the scroll down this week. Please be safe out there. You know where to find us. Yeah, tag us, share, like, subscribe. Give us a hug on the street. Just kidding. We'll punch you. Thanks for listening. Peace out. We love you. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.